Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Flying Scroll Says No More Delays. That's right. Vicky Goforth Parnell had what I think is a very important, very powerful dream. And let me just say at the end of it, she gives lots of scriptures. I don't think that a person could come up with that many scriptures that all fit by themselves. This little lady is hearing from God. Now, I'm not saying everything that every person hears. I mean, sometimes I hear from God. Sometimes I'm real sure I hear from God. And turns out maybe it wasn't from God. Okay, so we got to take each, how do I say this? Each page upon its own merit. I believe this is of God. And for you to understand this one, this is rather complicated. I got to back up. I got to cover a couple of scriptures. So if you don't like the King James Bible, if you don't like digging in deep, you can go ahead and click away. But if you want to understand the deeper things of what God is saying about these days, then you'll stay with me. The most important part is at the end. Okay, so here we go. First question is, what is the book? If you're going to understand what she's saying, you got to understand this. Put this in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, Revelation 10.8. This is talking about John the Revelator, and he is given a book to eat. And the book is sweet in his mouth, but as soon as he's eaten it, his belly is bitter. Now I'm going to skip to the bottom where it's talking about it. In my mouth sweet as honey, my belly was bitter. And in the angel says to him, thou must prophesy again before many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. So what was the book that John the Revelator was given? It was the words that as one of the two witnesses when he returns, will be the words that he will prophesy from Jerusalem, but not only to Jerusalem and to Israel, but to the world. So eating the book are the words that he is to prophesy. Now, further confirmation. Now let's jump to Ezekiel. I'm going to read a little bit of the Bible here. And he said to me, Son of man, stand on thy feet, and I will speak to thee. And the Spirit entered in me when he just spake to me, and set, on me, set me on my feet, and I heard that he spake unto me. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. And I'm going to say, I believe he sent me and you to America, to a rebellious nation that doesn't want to hear about Jesus, the Bible. And they certainly don't want to hear anything about a pre-trib rapture, even if they are Christians. So they don't want to hear the whole truth. I send thee to the children of Israel, a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me even unto this very day. For they are impudent children and stiff-hearted. I believe America is stiff-hearted. Didn't used to be, but it is now. I do send thee unto them, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God. And I'm going to give you an example. When I grew up, when I was a teenager, I can remember mom and dad driving down the street, and from time to time, I remembered that there would be big tents set up. And there was a big revival. I can recall seeing signs on churches. Revival. And they were always praying for revival. And there was many big tent revivals, many churches having revivals. When's the last time you saw a tent where it said revival? When's the last time you saw a big sign, revival? Oh, yeah, well, maybe it's a small church, or maybe there's two or three cars in the parking lot. I'm talking about where the parking lot is full, where they're parked along the side of the street, where they're parked on both sides of the street, where people from all over are pouring in 
because of revival. See, America's stiff-hearted. We don't want Jesus anymore. We don't need him. That's what we think. And they, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, fair forbear, yet shall know that there hath been a prophet among them. And thou, son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words. Now, I'm going to say something here. A fellow had worked for Prophecy Club for 10 or 12 years before he died on a basketball court, by the way. And uh, he came to me one day. And by the way, he had, they had to move the funeral to that basketball court because the church he attended would no way hold all the people that wanted to go to his funeral. A very beloved man. But he came to me one day, and he said, Stan, he said, I've thought about it. He's a man of very few words, but when he spoke, people listened. He said, I've thought about it. He said, I believe God chose the right person for this. He said, a lot of people expect God to always use a very kind and loving person. But a kind and loving person would also have a kind and loving heart, and they would not be able to withstand the rejection that you withstand. I believe he chose the right person. I'm going to say, if you listen to the Prophecy Club on a regular basis, you are a watchman. He has chosen you to carry forth this message. And he's given you what I'm about to read. So he says, be not afraid of them. This is you. Neither be afraid of the words, though briars and thorns be with thee, and thou dost among the scorpions. Be not afraid of the words, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. In other words, when you talk to people about Jesus, the last days, all of this stuff, don't be afraid of them. And thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they hear or whether they forbear. For they are most rebellious. But thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee. Be not thou rebellious like that rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that I give thee. He's talking to you and me, too. And when I look, behold, a hand was set unto me, and lo, a roll of a book was therein. So in those days they called them rolls. Today we call them books. Same thing. And he spread it before me, and it was written within and without, and there was written lamentations, mourning, and woe. In other words, judgments. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findest, eat this roll, and go and speak to the house of Israel. I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that roll. I believe that God has sent you to Prophecy Club to eat the roll, to eat the warnings, and then to spit them out to other people to pass along the warnings, whether they hear or whether they forbear. You got to keep the stiff, uh, stiff upper lip. You got to keep the rock hard forehead. He said to me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then I ate it, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey for sweetness. And he said to me, Son of man, go get thee into the house of Israel and speak with my words, speak my words, Speak with my words to them. For thou art not sent to a people of strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. And I'm going to say to you, you're not sent to a foreign nation like Demetri Dudeman. Romanian, he didn't speak English, but God sent him to America to give them a warning. In your case, my case, we speak English. We have been sent to an English-speaking nation. But they're stiff-hearted, stiff-necked, and they don't want to hear about the last day's warning. But... We have to have a hard forehead and not stop telling them. Let's go on. 
Not too many people of a strange, speaking of a hard language, whose words thou canst not understand. Surely had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. The house of Israel will not hearken to thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impotent and hard-hearted. Behold, I have made thy face strong, talking to you and me, against their faces, thy forehead strong against their foreheads, talking to you and me. And as an adamant harder that flint, harder than flint, have I made thy forehead, fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be rebellious house. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, all my words that I speak unto thee, receive in thine heart. And I'm saying to you today, if you watch Prophecy Club on even an occasional basis, this is, this is talking to you. You know right now, it's talking to you. It's speaking to your heart right now. You know you got to have a, a hard forehead, speak, even when it's difficult. Even when you know you might lose a friend. And go, get thee to them of captivity, unto the children of Israel, and speak unto them, and tell them. Thus saith the Lord God, whether they hear, or whether they will forbear. Now, this is where it's talking about America specifically. The angel that talked to me to Dimitri specifically said, Revelation 19, the whole chapter is talking about America. This is talking about America. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I said a queen, and I'm no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Why? Well, I'm going in a pre-trib rapture. I don't have to believe any of this last day stuff. We aren't going to see any trouble. Therefore, in other words, because America won't listen to the warnings, I mean, I, in, in my 40 years of doing this, less than 10 churches invited me in to speak. No one wants me to teach them Bible prophecy because I'm not going to tell them they're going to be sucked in the air. I'm not going to promise them wonderful sugar-coated messages. Instead, I'm going to have a hard forehead. I'm going to tell them what God says, and they don't want that. They don't like that. For she said in the heart, I said a queen, and I'm no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. Therefore, shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. Now, what it's really saying is, this scroller book is filled with lamentations, mourning, and woe. And it's the book of assigned judgments and that those judgments have now arrived. Now, let's get to the dream Vicki Goforth Parnell. She had it twice. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. That's one of the things Dimitri always did. Lord, if this is from you, let me have it again. If he didn't have it again, he didn't speak it. The dream starts with you walking on a dirt road at each, on each side are very tall walls of concrete curving to the right. By the way, this is slightly edited just for flow. The left wall is smooth concrete with people's faces and hands showing. It seemed as if they were made into the wall. Their faces are twisted and contorted in pain, anger, torment, and great sorrow. The palms of their hands are pressing flat from inside the concrete wall. Some of the hands were covered in dried blood. The right wall, however, is a normal smooth concrete wall with no faces or hands. Keep walking, I heard a thundering voice from heaven speak. I began walking once again. The right wall became a large movie screen with the words, 
time of warning of judgment's hand. What's that saying? It's saying, see, I've been through the same thing you've been through. You have tried to tell people that this is what the prophets have said, and then it didn't come. And we think, well, are they a false prophet? The answer is no, they weren't. I can tell you many names through the years that said, this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. I believe those people will get their rewards. I believe they heard. I believe they spoke. It's just that God delayed it. But what he's saying now is no more delays. That's the point. No more delays. He's even saying the time of warning of judgment's hand has stopped. Now, does that mean he's not going to speak anymore? I hope not. I hope he continues to warn us. Time of warning of judgment's hand. Written in red, bold block letters. And I hear, I have warnings given of these things coming on your world, both natural and man-made disasters. Sickness, pestilences, tragedy on tragedy, plague on plague, scenes of war, scenes of darkness, scenes of Antichrist sitting on his throne of power, warnings by warnings, visions and words given by God to his children. To the right of the bold red words is a timer counting down from the moment the warnings were displayed on the wall. I recognize people I know are true prophetic children of God. I see myself in some pictures, videos, and words. The video shows the face of a person I've asked my lovely Jesus about, if this person is his or not. Many of their words confirm much of what he had been showing me, but then their word would veer slightly, setting my Holy Spirit alarms off, sending me to my knees once again. I discern that they are false prophets. I see more than one. I have been shown some are not yours, but wolves in sheep's clothing, to deceive as many as they can. Why are they on this wall, I wonder? Now, let me just say, I have people send me emails with links. I click on the link, and I go there, and it's not 10 seconds. And it's like fingers going down a chalkboard. It's like it's, it hurts me in the spirit. I can't even listen. I, I have honestly tried to listen to several of them. And I could give you names, and some of them have over 100,000 subscribers. One has like 250,000. One has like 350,000. Big. A lot of people listen. False. False. Not right. And it saddens me to see people believing in this. That's the reason I say, look, let me, let me just give you a couple of things. How many of them carry the name of Dimitri Dudeman? Almost none of them. How many of them are pre-trib? In my opinion, if they don't carry Demetrius' message, that should raise a really big flag. If they are pre-trib, turn immediately. They are not hearing the truth. If they're trying to please you, if they're trying to get you to send donations all the time, not God. Not God. Be careful. There's a lot of people out there that are wannabes, they think they're called. And one, one time I called my wife, Prophet Leslie. You know, she teaches School of the Prophets, okay? Train the Prophets. I called her and I said, people keep sending me this person. I won't tell whether it's male or female. 
this person to me on a link. What do you think? She said, send me the link. <laughs> she came back three, four things. I mean, in the first minute. No, absolutely not. And I said, well, that's what I got too. Be careful. Be careful. My suggestion is you stick with the ones on the Prophecy Club. I've had people email, how come you aren't putting this person on? Because they're false. They're not telling you the truth. That's why. I say it nice. Be kind about it. I heard the voice from heaven say, yes, they are sent to deceive. And many of my own have been deceived. But my children know to seek me in all things, but do not fret. They are displayed here as well, because I can use a braying donkey to speak to disobedient backslidden prophets such as Balaam. Then I can use the very words of evil to turn them into warning for my children, causing good to come from them, using Satan's devices against his kingdom. But know that I should sh soon shut the mouths of the false prophets. So I will say this. I know you won't listen. And now I'm talking about the false prophets. Just in case one of our people sends you this link over and you don't like what I say, that should concern you. I'm talking about now to the false prophets, the people that have those big followings, lots of people, and they really act like they're hearing from God. They're not. I, now, some of them are. More often not. Be careful. You people think you're hearing from God? Be very careful. Leslie teaches, if you say you heard from God and you didn't hear from God, you are heaping a curse on you. Leslie says, thus saith the Lord, very, very seldom. She gives very few prophecies, but when she does, everybody knows it's of God. Using Satan's devices against his kingdom. But know that I, sh I shall soon shut the mouths of false prophets until a later moment in time so that the confusion of mixed messages to my true children will be stopped, even though it is in disobedience that my children chase after every person who professes to speak in my name. And boy, do they. They chase after anybody says they're hearing from God. Oh, let me tell you what this person said. Just because they say they heard from God, just because they act like they're hearing from God, does not necessarily mean they're hearing from God. Um, you got to hear and hear. Fortunately, in my case, I mean, every day I pray, Lord, give us wisdom and mind and, and, and strength and show us, how's it say? Huh, I, I don't know why I can't, but sometimes I can't quote this. I say it every day. Um, I'm blank now. Help me to understand all dreams and visions. That's part of my daily prayer. I believe it's the call of the Prophecy Club to continue to bring Dimitri's messages and other people's messages like that that have to do with the last days that people don't like. I begin walking further. The time counter has quickened. Time is counting down faster, stretching the length of the whole right wall are the words. Repent. Blood began dripping from the bottom of the letters. The word repent began to shrink as the drops turn into streams. But not one drop reaches the ground. 
As the word repent shrinks away, the countdown reached zero. To my right was a scroll in midair. Now, we already know what the scroll represents. It represents lamentations, mourning, and woe. It represents prophecies of the last day. To my right was a scroll in midair. The voice says, the time of warnings of all that is coming is now ended. I don't want to believe that that means we don't get any more warnings. I want to believe that that means that the bad things that are to come now start. But the warnings continue. But we will see what God does. The last few warnings from me to my people shall finish playing out. Then no more shall I give. Your world has been warned out of love. My warnings and judgment I sent to my own first, my own people and churches, then to the rest of the world. All have been judged, my people, the church, the false prophets, pastors, the cruel shepherds who fleece my sheep in the guise of serving me, the sinner man, the godless nations, all judged by my holy standards. This is not my great day of judgment to determine your eternity's fate. In other words, uh, the last day Jesus returning has not arrived yet. This is a time of reaping for your evil, wicked deeds you have sown as nations and as individuals. And I begin with my church, my own first. The flying scroll shown to Zechariah, my prophet, has now been opened. Coming down from heaven are two nail-scarred hands holding a scroll. The black seal is opened with a whooshing sound. One side reads, guilty, in bold red letters. Behind the word guilty is, one, my own house, and two, the rest of the world. The time for warning has passed, my daughter. In the phase of your journey, and for some time is ending. For some, for some, their time is ending. Now, I believe that that means that, like Coverstone said, there's been a couple other prophecies, there's about to be a whole lot of Christians killed. I don't know if that's in suitcase nukes. I don't know if that's a big earthquake or a big tsunami or what, you know. But there's apparently about to be a whole lot of Americans killed. I'll read it again. The time for warning has passed, my daughter. In the phase of your journey, and for some their time is ending, look closer at the flying scroll's contents, and I read, Your guilty sentence begins now, O church, O body of mine. Upon the opening of this scroll, O world, your time is to serve your sentence, for your guilty verdict has come as well. I have opened the great flying scroll, your sentence of guilty. You will now serve. Now, according to your judgment, Warning time is now over. Now, think about all of the warnings we've heard through the real prophets that we put on Prophecy Club. Think. Suitcase nukes. Floods. Tornadoes. Earthquakes. Food shortage. War. Think about all those. It's saying they're now about to start. There was wind, thunder, lightning, and the sky turned black. And I hear, follow the road to its end, daughter, and there you will find the perfect peace that no man, woman, or child can fully understand until they know me as Lord, Master, and Savior. I see warning time is over. Judgment time for all is now here and unrestrained. 
At the end of the road, I see a bright light. I scream, it's heaven, and ran toward the light. As I entered the light, I awoke. I'm going to recommend you watch this again. I think this is extremely important. My suspicion is we're about to see the dollar fall. We're about to see a whole lot of bad things hit us from kind of all directions. What do I suggest? I think warning time is over. Church is now to be judged. Ask Jesus into your heart. Make certain you have a store of food, which we send you to Joseph Kitchen. Make sure you have a water, well, water and water filter, which you can get at prophecyclub.com. Make sure you have gold and silver, which we would send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Make sure you have an EMP device in your cars and your house. And for that, we'll send you to empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. It takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices. And if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, and it says everything we want, can sustain a person, one person for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you excellent nutrition. It tastes good. Long storage life. 10 minutes to combine the ingredients. 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. It's nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot much longer shelf life, kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a climate controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the, these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat. And I think they've got 54 of those boxes, a bunch of them. So Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say out of stock. So here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries. Put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients. Push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. You want food two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. Joseph's Kitchen. I am having another level two. Level two School of the Watchman's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is, you're going to be saying, well, What's the difference between level one and level two? Well, lots. Level one was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading, 
But this one is designed to make you a teacher of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, our office wants to know if you went through level one and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation and you went through level one, send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, we're going to have a level three, God willing. And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it. So I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that we're going to cover in level two. Level two is going to get you real close to being a, a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through level three, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to you. And that's where we're going with this. Also, I'd recommend you go, you know, go and get yourself a Berkey water filter. And yes, we do have Berkeys all in stock now. Uh, also, we have potassium iodate pills, which are what you take inside of once a radioactive unit has happened in your area. As far as uh, Berkey water filters, this is one thing you want to be sure to do is get some extra filters. This is the minimum most people get is this one right here. I get the Crown Berkey right here. This is the one I have, this one I use. And I have about eight extra filters with me too because if you're using clean water, they'll last a year or two. But if you're using rainwater or muddy water, then they clog up a whole lot faster. So you want to have some extra filters. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of, full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Next is, I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel it off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. <laughs>